I'm sorry that I am in a. I'm sorry that I'm somebody that has fantastic anecdotes and I'm entertaining every time that I talk. I can't help that. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, I can't help that. Well, let's see how entertaining you are today. So, do I owe you an embarrassing story? Um, no, I don't really care. Okay, because I texted you that after um, the official show Twitter sent out a tweet. Just keeping people ready you for did, this that, week. You did acknowledge that you're the one who did it. Well, I'm saying that the show Twitter at GTTP Podcast on Twitter uh, sent out a tweet, you know, asking you the, did. The, the, the listeners of the show and the followers, or telling them, hey, you know, we'll be talking the Super Bowl this week, and uh, one of our co-hosts, Joe DeLeon, uh, is going to have a prediction and a pick and all of that stuff and all that uh-huh. And, uh, you know, uh, for some reason, people really liked the photo. I, 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 It was just a photo of you that I thought you looked okay No, in. no, no, no. Nobody reacted to that until Gresh did. And, you know, if he picks it up, it it, it, it keeps running. Oh, that's how it worked? Yeah. I'm not He's sure He's got 50,000 followers. Yeah, I don't think it would have ran as much if uh, if he didn't say something. Well, but if- he was going to say something nonetheless. If it was in his feed, he was going to say something. How could he not? That's just who he is. That's just who he is. Well, let's talk about who you are and the photo. You said it was from, from freshman year. Uh, that is sophomore year, by the way, Joseph. It was leading into sophomore year. Yes, because of um, who's the kicker behind you? Satchel. No, the Satchel. other one. Uh, Diogo. Yeah, he was there. So freshman year, that was a lie on Twitter. Uh, that you put out there. Well, it's a photo. If you, I was still. Wait, wait, I was. I was technically. I wasn't technically academically a sophomore yet. I was still 19 years old. Okay. Tremaine Edmonds was no drafted diff- at 19 years old. So, what does that, yeah, what does that well, say about you? T- two different 19-year-olds. Penny Sewell's going to be 19 this year too. Okay, so let's talk about this photo. Let's work from top to bottom. All right, the hair. This was your. I'm going to keep it Lego hair, sharp, tight hair. That's not Lego hair. You have a more Lego haircut than I do. I didn't say I didn't. You you have had consistently the worst haircuts mm. on the team. Because mm. you just you just ask for like a, a five all, all the way around. Five all the way around? What? What? Yeah, you're the one with the Lego haircut. You keep it same all the way around. I've done more with my hair than you have. But my hair was particularly short at this period of time, and I had just pushed it up in the front because it was like midway through camp, 
and I put a little gel in it because it was just all over the place. Okay, so let's talk about this. Someone, Diogo gave me gel, if I recall. Diogo had gel, and I was like, let me get some of that, and I put, or it was Garo. One of the two gave me gel, I put some in my hair, and then I pushed it up. Gel in your hair for, and in this photo, we were walk, walking to church. We were going to church. For some of us, and I was previously pretty religious, I was previously very religious, especially my freshman year. Some of us, going to church means something, and that implies dressing nicely now i had one nice outfit okay that was all i had that i had that was on top of my 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 container of clothes everything else was in my car so i rolled with the with the ralph lauren collared shirt which is a very nice collared shirt and i couldn't find another pair of shorts Mm -hmm. so all i had were the salmon ones and that was that's the only questionable thing i think in in there is it's a little bit douchey which i can understand the, the criticism for that i can completely understand the criticism for wearing douchey salmon uh, frat bro shorts. The problem here is that regardless of what I was going to wear, it was going to look bad because I had the worst sock tan, which everybody knows I have terrible tan lines. It's just, it's inevitable. And I don't like wearing socks during camp. So, okay. So now you're, you've skipped through, you've ran through the entire photo. When I said, we're going to start from top to bottom. We didn't even get to your face and that little smirk that you have on your face. Because you were, you were chirping me, man. I was laughing. I didn't take that photo. Who took it then? It might have been me. You took it. You totally (laughs) took it. I didn't take that photo. You. You took that picture. (laughs) I didn't take that picture. It's just like you saying, I don't watch hentai. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. Uh, how you completely, I, I keep on thinking back to how you complete. Uh, we're going to get back to the photo people. I got more to discuss and break down. I cannot believe, I, I can't remember. When we were with Gresh and you said, yeah, Sean watches uh, octopus stuff and all, and all that. And then you and him had a big old chuckle. That was worse than anything, any joke that I ever put on you. No, if you watch anime, it is open. You have to understand the territory that comes with it. I you have do. to un- no, it, 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 It's like anything that is, it, it is not considered to be socially normal okay so when you do something like that and you're accepting of it and you're proud of it you have to understand the criticism that comes from it like when i dressed like that i knew i was gonna get for it but you can't get all like oh why did you make fun of me because i watch anime you can't do that because i just you have to understand the joke that uh, at that point uh one of my radio heroes someone who had really cultivated themselves into my life it, we were, it was a room of three football players. We just made fun of each other for 30 minutes before we went on air. What do you? What else was I going to do? Okay. You made fun of me, too. Like That's I knew, I, I know the territory. I did. I, I was actually happy that you fought back and got some good. Uh, got a haymaker in on me because I had just been giving you little jabs to the side the whole, uh, whole time. Uh-huh. All right, so back to the picture. Uh-huh. Your arm. Uh, why is it so straight? Why is your arm locked I in, was a, just in a complete 180-degree wa- vertical it's, it's like... It's like asking somebody, why does your face look like that when you take a picture when somebody's caught off guard? I'm, I'm walking. I'm walking. I've never seen a, a straighter arm. Okay, so now we're on to the belt, which you're tucked is in. Is it the Ferragamo? Is it the Ferragamo belt? I don't belt? know. It's just a stupid brown belt, and it's tucked into your shorts. No, it's not. Your, your shirt is tucked into your shorts, which is odd. Uh, the shorts themselves are the brightest salmon-colored shorts that I've seen. And then the tan. The tan lines got so much that run is on the, Twitter. That is the, that is the Ferragamo oh. uh, belt. I'm glad you mentioned that. Made sure to bring it up. Your calves. I, why does nobody else have this tan line, Joseph? 
Why is nobody because else nobody, in this picture have this? Nobody else is as pasty as I am. Nobody is uh, committed enough <laughs> to, to, to fixing their tan lines. Or I'm not as committed enough to fixing my tan lines. I don't give a So I get the tan line and I just deal with it until it goes away. Okay. Um, so Gresh said, if I had seen this photo before, I would not have accepted you as an intern. His words. I didn't tell him to say there was nobody. So now, with your current occupation, should I send it over to the bosses and say, "Is this the guy that you want working for you? Do you want me to do that?" You you do whatever you want. I'm sure that they'll be thoroughly confused, and they probably won't give a shit. <laughs> I don't think they will. Either. Well, Joe, do you what? You haven't made any announcements about it. It's not in your Twitter bio. Do you want to announce what what what? I can't fit in my Twitter. I'm interning with Sirius. I don't think that's like a big deal. And uh, I have your email now at Sirius. I saw it. Yeah, I, 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 I text Sean yesterday because my responsibility this week, because they haven't been able to really show me a ton of stuff that I'm going to be doing this this semester, quote, because I'm graduated. I don't really count as a, as a semester. These three months, um, this first week was just me taking guest notes and... Basically, what that means is I'm recording important things that were said, and those things are sent over to the audio editors, which is Sean's job. And I texted Sean yesterday asking an audio editor, what is, you know, like if if there's a guest that's on for a long period of time, Mm -hmm. should there be a lot of notes? And one of the points you made to me earlier, don't be the guy who puts a ton of notes. And so there was one guest who was on for... 30 minutes. So I was asking you a genuine question because my boss, who's the producer, is probably not going to get back to me because he's busy yeah, and I don't want to bug him with stupid. I, you're, and that was what you gave me a very snippy, I don't know, ask your boss. <laughs> and then you email me and 30 minutes later, oh, we're working at the same time. You. That made me <laughs> so mad. That made me so mad. I'm like, I'm just trying to to like look like I know what I'm doing and asking somebody who's in that job instead of somebody above me. I dude, I I, I, I didn't know you were you were mad. Well, yeah, you, you were very snippy in your response. I'm sorry for being snippy. Thirty minutes don't go over uh, fifteen cuts. Once it gets over fifteen okay. minutes. Then, I was at like 10. I yeah, was at yeah, like that's 10. fine. That's completely appropriate. I mean, you're playing it by ear. That's what the, the conversation we had, you know, play it by ear for your, you know, you'll be able to, you'll be able to get it. You know, it's like you said, um, who was it? Kwan Short or um, Trey, Turner. Trey Turner. But he was on, he was only on for, he was on for 18 minutes. 18 minutes. He, you said he had a ton of great sound bites. Use that. That's good for us. It's yeah. easier for us than yeah, having the you have a bunch of stuff. When you have somebody who's a guest analyst for 30 minutes to an hour and they're really dry. Mm. Like, I feel weird writing everything down because, I don't know, I, we don't need to get into the into the minutia. The minutia, but yes, we are now, I would say, uh, co-workers and or colleagues. No, Why are we not co-workers? Why are you we, s- work at the sa- we work at the same company. We don't interact. It's a pretty cool company. Well, I tried to interact with you and you didn't. I don't think we're supposed to be emailing each other like that. <laughs> Do you, are you on the Slack? Like you could, you could probably message me on Slack, and it would be fine. No, but shooting me an email. Oh, oh, you're not important enough for that. Slack. I don't think I need to be on the Slack. I got, I got my, uh, my 72 people that I talk to, and you got yours. All right, Joseph. Well, I'm happy to have yeah. you. Uh, I guess with me now on this journey at SiriusXM. We're, we're happy to have. Sure. You, you didn't. You weren't thrilled about your initiation stuff, though, or your orientation stuff. Yeah. Uh, it was fine. It's just like uh, icebreakers for me are a little bit funky, and it's just 
like I, I don't know about you when you interned, but it's a lot a much broader group. So it's like a ton of music people and then like three, four sports guys, sports people. Yeah, I had two. There's, I, I, yeah. I had two sports people with me. I had a couple programming people and a couple business people. So it was a real mixed bag. You go in there. Mm-hmm. I had the same reaction. I'm like, oh, man, I wonder how many if I'm going to work with guys from MLB, from uh, from soccer, right. MLS, all that stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, here's me. And here's one guy working for the UFC. And everyone else is kind of just directing uh, music stuff. It was Right. <laughs> and it, it, it's just weird because like I'm sitting in these Zoom meetings and they're trying to get us to talk and like nothing I can say can relate to any of these any of the people that are in the Zoom because they're all music people. They have no care for sports. And then like all the all the sports people are doing the same thing I was, which is just like awkwardly sitting there like, like I don't know what to say. <laughs> like uh, one of the HR people who's in charge of it was like, oh, who's watching? Like they were talking about all this random stuff. And then at, at the end of the meeting, they're like, oh, who's watching the Super Bowl this weekend? Nobody raised their hand. Oh, nobody. Oh, and and like most of them didn't even know who was playing it. And I'm just like, oh. and like I didn't even say anything. I was just like, I don't, I don't know how I'm supposed to contribute to this because if I go, oh, I'm watching the game, I sound like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be the one guy, huh? I guess not. I don't know. It's I like it. It's fun. I think that the um, it's it's very active they're trying to get us to get to know each other but like i just like i don't i'm better off trying to communicate and getting to know the sports people rather than sitting in a zoom call with 20 interns and they're all talking about shows and music that i have no interest in like i'm never going to interact with these people ever again because they're doing something that i'm never going to do it's just like just weird well one thing i know we are both going to do is as you just said watch this super bowl that is coming up on sunday i might you just so I, I had I had the, the, the transition ready. I was getting out of the, the the work segment, and I'm sitting here in my hot air balloon. Right, I'm like, okay. You mentioned the Super Bowl. This is going to be great. Watch me flex my chops on this transition. And what do you know? Joe's at the top of the balloon, poking little holes in it, little little holes. And I know it was premeditated. I know it was. He wanted to take all of the air out of my balloon and watch me crash to earth. What I did was not as bad as the times that you've gone, oh, nice transition. Like, that's just stupid. You've done that plenty of times. That's just just... me being a dick. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) The Super Bowl, Joseph. We have Chiefs, Buccaneers. I don't know if we're going to say anything that every other sports show in America isn't saying about this. Brady, Mahomes, offense, defense, coaches, it's in Tampa. You can't fire the cannons in Tampa. Uh, what's going to happen with the legacy? Uh, if Mahomes wins, is he Michael Jordan? If Brady wins, is anybody ever going to get close to him? All this stuff, all these narratives, all of it. But you're a football player, and I'm a football uh, Sorry, we were football this players. Is a sport, this is a sports show. Yes, this is a sports show. So we do talk in broad about a lot of things, but when we, I feel like our strengths are shown when we get a little bit into the nitty gritty. So for the Chiefs, if I may ask you, why do they win this game? What is the key factor for them to beat the Buccaneers? For me, I think that they have too good of athletes to keep up with at the receiver position, at running back. They are going to, despite their issues along the offensive line, they have just too much speed 
I think, for this 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 Tampa defense to keep up with. And the one thing that I keep hearing this week is how you can try and lock down Tyreek Hill, you can try and lock down Travis Kelsey, but they have too many other secondary options that are just so good that are going to find ways to kill you. And Patrick Mahomes is simply a guy that just does not take pressures. He does not take sacks. He has one of the best pocket awarenesses, if not actually, I would argue the best pocket awareness out of any quarterback in the NFL right now, coupled with the fact that he knows when to leave the pocket and now how to do it safely after dealing with some injuries from scrambling. Um, I'm putting it all on the shoulders of Patrick Mahomes and the weapons that he has. But the the final factor here is I think their defense is so underrated. Not enough people talk about how good their defense is and how talented of a uh, defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolo is and what he calls creatively the ability to disguise coverages, the impact that they have with their secondary players, Juan um, Thornhill and... Tyron Matthew, both so talented at that safety position, and then they have some pretty good defensive linemen and pass rushers. A lot of people always talk about their their offense, but their defense is really good enough, I think, to completely close out this Buccaneers uh, offense. Now, I'm leaning with you also on that defense, and what I see for the Chiefs, it's the, the key factor in this game for me. It's Chris Jones. It's Chris Jones, and if he's going to be able to beat Ryan Jensen a couple times in, uh, on, on Sunday. If he can get in the backfield and hit Brady or get two sacks, if Chris Jones gets two sacks, Chiefs win. That's how I'm calling it. If he gets a sack and like three tackles for loss, Chiefs win. He is the anchor of this defense. He completely is. Tyron Matthew, a complete veteran leader, awesome, you know, ball hawk, uh, plays very intelligently uh, in the mind of the quarterback, all that. But Chris Jones, if, if, if Tampa Bay, whose offensive line is very good, if they can't reset that line of scrimmage two yards forward, it's going to be a very, very difficult time uh, for for Tampa Bay to move the ball, and that all is on the shoulders of Chris Jones. It really is, because he's too dynamic of a player not to make a major, major impact in this game. So for when I'm looking at this game, okay, Kansas City's going to put up 30 points. Uh, Tampa's probably going to put up uh, 24, 28 points, whatever. But it's going to come down to whether or not that guy, Chris Jones, can come in and make the big stops when needed. Now, Joseph, on the flip side, why will the Buccaneers win this game? What are the factors or the biggest factor as to why they win this game? I honestly don't think there's really much going for the Buccaneers. Everybody's like, oh, Tom, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. He's been there before, been there before. But I just really don't see how both of these teams match up equally. I really don't think that this is an equal fair fight. Uh, I'm really cra- like think it's crazy. It shocks the hell out of me hearing people picking the Buccaneers in this game. It just makes no sense to me. But if they are going to win, it's going to be because of the offensive line issues. All the guys that the, the Chiefs are missing right now, so many injuries since the start of the season, missing a lot of players. So it, it's not going to be easy to protect Patrick Mahomes. You have to take into account that they're dealing with the most creative offensive minds in the NFL with Eric Bieniemy and um, uh, Andy Reid. They're going to find ways to work around it, and they have the athletes to work around it. But if they lose, it's going to be because they don't protect Patrick Mahomes, and he's going to be pressured a ton, and he's either going to be throwing the ball away, he might turn the ball over, and he might get sacked. But I just I don't I don't see a way that that the Chiefs don't win this game. I will probably be picking the Chiefs in this game, but for me, now you talked about the Chiefs having such explosive players on offense, right? They do. No one's taking it away. The Bucks. if you're looking at it, if you're looking at one through five of weapons on the outside, running back, all of it, is there another team in the NFL that stacks up as 1A and 1B 
better than the Bucks to the Chiefs. I mean, Evans, Godwin, Brown, uh, Scotty Miller out of nowhere, uh, Cameron Brate. <laughs> uh, dude, I don't know. Is Gronk might have 50 yards in this game. I, I could see Gronk coming up huge in the fourth quarter, just on a little seam on the outside. Just makes a classic vintage Gronk catch. Brate will probably have a touchdown. Uh, it's just, I cannot, I mean, we saw what they did against Green Bay, right? They took the top yeah. off early. They said, Mike Evans, you are a great wide receiver. We're going to let you be great. That's what we're going to do. We saw what Atlanta did to Green Bay uh, in 2016, and we're going to do the same thing. We're going to take the top off of you early, and we're going to set the tone like that. I don't see the – the Bucks have all of the possibility in the world, all the opportunity in the world to do that to Kansas City. I think truly that they, have the, that they can go down the field on that first drive, hit three or four explosion plays, and be, uh, be up or tied at seven. Yeah, no, I'm I, I, I kind of understand that, and I can see some of these bits and pieces here. I just that secondary and the ability to use one-on-one coverage, the way that they're able to do it because of their safeties, I think is going to make this game a lot more lopsided than people really consider. There is a major talent gap, I think, on both sides that people don't want to talk about just because it's Tom Brady. Okay, I get that, but you also have to kind of concede to the fact that it's Tom Brady. It's hard for me not to to I, say. But like, how much does that get him? It's not. It's Tom Brady with Bruce Arians. He went through an easy NFC this year. I didn't. I thought that the the Packers were a, a fake team. They were good, but they weren't like. If the Packers were playing, I wouldn't have much faith in them either. I don't. I don't see anybody that competes with the Chiefs this week. There is nobody in the NFL good enough to stop the Chiefs. That's why they had one loss minus week 17 when they didn't play any of their starters. And that one game was just because the Raiders played a perfect football game. That's what it takes. You have to play a perfect football game to beat the Chiefs. And I think a a beat-up Chiefs offense is still impossible to stop. Okay, Joe. Well, on that note, let's let's get into a... It's both a mini, but also a very big sinners and boozers uh, for this Super Bowl. Let's go over the lines here. Chiefs are favored by three and a half. That half is making a lot of people very, very scared. Uh, money line for the Chiefs, minus 170. Money line for the Bucks, plus 145. Over under set at 56 and a half points. There are 260 prop bets on this game, Joe. Jeez, <laughs> we're not going through all those. No, no, we are not. <laughs> <laughs> but from not from the from the broad spread there, the broad lines. Uh, what are you feeling in this game? Wait, say that again. Chiefs are favored by three and a half. Spread yes, is, yes, is yes, over yes. under fifty six. Okay. And a half. Yes, uh, I I honestly really like Chiefs here at three and a half. I think that they're going to win by more than three and a half. I don't see a way that the Bucks cover. If the Chiefs win, it's not going to be a close one. It's going to be mm. 10 plus points. It's going to be that much of a blowout. The over under, um, uh, I feel like the over probably makes the most sense here. Even though both teams, oh, that, that's the tricky one, is that I think you can really pick either way. If I had to pick, um, I'm going to take the over. Okay, well, I like that pick, Joseph, because as it has been tallied on, uh, sinners and boozers through this year. I have been an under 
better this year. I bet a lot of unders. I failed at most of them. I'm not making that mistake in the Super Bowl. I'm not doing it. I cannot do it. Over 56 and a half is very, very enticing to me. So 30 to 28, 31 to 28, that hits the over. And that's what I think the yeah. score is going to be. It's going to be something like that. 35, 24, do the math. That's, that's what, 59 right there? Yeah, I like that over. I really do. Uh, but I don't know. I've been super cold lately, Joe. So maybe everybody should just fade me. Yeah, ever, actually, I like that idea. Everybody fade Sean because Sean is horrendously cold past I'm, few weeks. Well, the, the Rockets screwed me because they couldn't they couldn't beat the Thunder by seven, and I had a five dollar parlay to cash out on seventy nine. All of the five teams, four of them hit, and and the Rockets couldn't do anything. I don't know, even know why I took the Rockets. <laughs> you need to stop betting. Is I think what you need. Nah, to it's do. still all free money from FanDuel. <laughs> it just is. Yeah. I'm still using their money from the from the. Super bonus bets or whatever the hell they are on the on the on the website, uh, Joseph. Okay, so uh, coin toss has your tails. Heads. Oh boy, well, I'm gonna have to fade you here. I think the opening coin toss is gonna go gonna go tails. Eat. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's going tails, bro. <laughs> if you're betting on heads or heads or tails, you bet tails. You just do. All right. What was that? I said all right. No, you didn't say all right. You said all right. I said all right. <laughs> Go back and listen to it. <laughs> I said all right. One more thing, Joe. Do you believe in the um, the primary color versus secondary color um, results in the Super Bowl that's that's been happening uh, recently? Yes, and are the, the Chiefs are, are wearing white, right? No, the Chiefs are wearing red. I thought that they were wearing white. No, they are wearing red. Do you know that for sure? Yes. Right. Because white usually wins. Yes. The team in the white jersey has been running through it uh, in the in the Super Bowls lately. Chiefs are wearing red. Second, does that change anything for you? I wanted to ask because I know you're kind of superstitious. Uh oh. Well, the Chiefs won last year wearing red. Okay. Uh the streak was. Shut the. Up, Chris Sims. God damn it! I hate when you pull up a website and it starts playing a video <laughs> while you're recording a podcast. I'm like, bum-ass Chris Sims. Uh, no, this, the current streak. There was like six straight years of white, and then it was green, white, red. So I'm, I'm, I, I'm not, I'm not buying into that. So you're staying staunch with the Chiefs. Yes. All right. Do you want to give a final score prediction? Uh, give me forty-five thirty. Jeez, please. Chiefs, yeah. The Bucs aren't good. I don't think the Bucs are good. Tom Brady's overrated. Tom Brady's overrated. Oh, my God. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Why do you save such hot takes for the end of the show? These aren't hot takes. These are real takes. You said he was overrated. Right now he is. Not in his career this season he is. He's not that good. Maybe I'm a believer after that Green Bay game. He's he's not as good as every he threw three picks. I'm a, like why do we why do we constantly make excuses for this man that like oh he's forty three he's still doing it he's still he's played like there's multiple games where he's played like and the only reason they've won is because of their defense. They've bailed him out so many times. He's not good this year. He hasn't been good the whole year. He's had good games, he but he's made a lot of mistakes. Green Bay. Uh, he th- yeah slinging three picks. 
He threw three interceptions. How often do we see a quarterback throw three interceptions in a championship-winning game? Look, man, it doesn't happen. This playoff run, I've been a born-again um, Brady believer. Look, I'm a Brady hater, but I'm being if I'm being realistic right now, he has not played well at all this season. He's played like crap. Every Patriots fan can, you know, get mad at me as much as they want. Every Brady stand can get mad as me at, at as much as they want. There are multiple instances this year where he has had bad games, and he has benefited the times that he's played the best is when he's played dog secondaries the reason why they've been able to win is because they've been able to run the football you take the run game out they're not going to have success tom brady can barely move he's not hard to tackle understandably he's one of the smartest ever to play the position but i just don't see it i don't get why everybody acts like he's still this elite level quarterback the dude's 43 he's barely passing by of course you're going to throw for as many yards and touchdowns as he was able to at 43 years old when he has the receivers that he does. He's got no O.J. Howard. Uh, Mike Evans is is hit or miss sometimes, but still a good receiver. But like, but without any of that stuff, I don't see the same level of success. You sound like a hater right now, Joe. I hate to say it. I am a, I am a hater. I don't care. Call me a hater. I'm right. He's going to play like If there's a prop bet for does Tom Brady play like put your money on yes. So just put your money on yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's, well, that's, t- that's an episode, uh, episode title just right there. <laughs> money. Sorry, I'm writing it down. On yes. Sure. You got anything else? I was Is waiting to it? see if you were going to say one word, but we'll just do five minutes or five seconds of radio silence there for you. No, I don't have anything no, else. No, nothing to say. else. All right, let's close this thing out. I just unloaded. I just unloaded a bomb, and you're like, you got anything else? Unloaded a bomb. You thought that was a bomb? Just hearing you go off well, on you, a little hateful tangent. You really think? Well, I gave it. I, not, okay. First of all, this season has proven that he's still not washed. Okay? Has he? Been- yeah, he's not. Not. He's. But he's not like as good as everyone thinks. He. Everyone acts like he's a top five quarterback this year. Is he a top not. ten? No. Top twelve. No. Top. 15. Top fifteen. Top 15. So you put him at what? 13 through 15? Yeah, somewhere in there. I'd have to do a quarterback list, but 13 through 15. You annoy me. You know that? Okay. That really... Good. If he made it to the Super Bowl, that means he has executed an offense for 17 straight games to get him to the Super He's Bowl. That's on worth a, a good... 10 spot in the league. That's worth number He's 10 on a at team least. with good receivers... And Why are you faulting defense. him for having good receivers? Do you want a quarterback to go in there with nothing? Would you be happier <laughs> yes. watching Alex Smith throw to the Sims, the duo of the Sims, and Terry McLaurin sometimes? Yeah. Really? You 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 would you Oh my god. Or Colt McCoy throwing to Golden Tate and Darius Slayton. That's what so I So you think for. that's more impressive? Yes. Than going to the Super Bowl <laughs> with good with good receivers. <laughs> I'm j i am I honestly don't know. I'm just giving you <laughs> shit on that. Golly, you would why? Oh boy. Alright, well, you know what? Since Joe wanted to end on a heater, we'll just end on a heater. This was get to the point. Joe, did you do you like our new official outro music? No, what is it? I haven't listened. <laughs> not to the not saying I haven't listened to any episodes, I just haven't listened to the end. What is the outro music? Dancing in the Moonlight. That's it? Yeah. 
That's not that special. Before you, okay. you're just hurting my feelings at this point. Okay. All right. Follow us on Twitter at GTTP Podcast at Joe DeLeon at Sanderson Radio. Fire doesn't use Twitter, so don't follow him. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll talk to you next week.